welcome to another episode of The Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting and in-depth look at a specifically related question. On this episode, we'll discuss whether or not Jurassic World is running out of ideas. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again, joined by a man who wishes he was Jeff Goldblum, Josh Straley. I really do. That man's style is off the charts. Or just like the way he moves, too. I'm like, that is the literal embodiment of jazz. <laughs> That's true. And then I keep thinking about his character from... Thor, Ragnarok, and I'm like, oh man, yes. So, my my favorite character ever. I'm so glad. Not not my favorite character ever. One of my favorite characters ever. Um, In Doctor Ian Malcolm. What would you do if he got cast in a Star Wars movie? I would lose it. I mean, that would be the ultimate. um, Oh, what's the word? That would be like the apex of movies for me. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. In a Star Wars movie, he man, he, he would have been a really great casting in Solo. Yeah. But I think that and Ragnarok were kind of going on at the same time. No, Ragnarok no. should have been done by the time yeah. Solo was filming last summer. So yep. it could have worked out. Could have. He could have if been only, the replacement for Michael K. Williams instead of Paul Bettany. Oh, that would have been a much better <laughs> replacement. But I'm still upset about K. Williams. And, well, anyway, though, don't forget, everyone, you can get all of our latest updates on Facebook and Twitter at Friends and Film. And be sure to check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And if you can, while you're there on iTunes, leave us a review. It really helps. Yeah. And this week, we are going to do our big question about the Jurassic World franchise. This comes from the mind of Josh, uh, some a, pa- a franchise he's very passionate about. And we had our final trailer for Fallen Kingdom this week. Uh, had a mixed reception here at the pod. Josh Did. was a fan of it and I fan was. of and looking forward to that movie. I was not a fan of it and I'm not necessarily that excited for the sequel. So thought this would be a good time to kind of address the future of the franchise mm-hmm. as well as some comments made by Trevor this week asking the big question, is Jurassic World running out of ideas? Josh, lead us through this. Okay. Well, what really got me going, at least on this is, Trevorrow was talking to E.W. Yep. Um, about the new trailer, the movie coming out this summer, and he talked about the third film in the Jurassic World series almost as much as he did this one, Yeah, which kind of surprised me in a lot of ways. But he said, Spielberg asked me to direct, and when he asks you, what can I tell you, man? In all honesty, over my past few years, I've grown to love and cherish the value of the gift that I've been given with this franchise. So... Trevorrow's coming back to Jurassic 3, but then he tried to uh, describe the movie that's coming together with him and Emily uh, Carmichael that they're writing together. And he said, if I could contextualize each film, I would say Jurassic World was an action adventure, Fallen Kingdom is a kind of horror suspense, and Jurassic World 3 will be a science thriller in the same way that Jurassic Park was. And, you know, the crickets kind of played for me after I, (laughs) I read this, and I'm like, Honestly, though, how would the first Jurassic Park be a science thriller? When I look at Jurassic World, and I think it's the same play yeah. with just a different premise, underlying premise. Mm-hmm. Not so much, you know, nature um, being restored such as, as much as tampering with nature in its own form. So I was like, uh, okay. And that led me to kind of think of, what what is the what is the mission with these movies and are they just kind of destined to rehash 
everything because I look at Fallen Kingdom today, this new movie that's coming out, and almost, at least right now, it feels like beat for beat in this movie would line up almost exactly with what we see in Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yeah, and that's the same criticism Jurassic World got was that it was a beat for beat remake at least interpretation of what happened in Jurassic Park. Right. Jurassic World um, introduction to all these dinosaurs, except this time the park has been functioning for a good five, ten years, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, something bad happens, and the park goes down, people escape, the end. Yeah. Fallen Kingdom, we're seeing people go back to the island for humanitarian reasons. Uh, or humanitarian, or I guess I don't know what you call it when you're, an extinct species is on the verge of extinction again. <laughs> whatever the case is, there's some kind of um, paleological reason for them being there. And then it looks like in the end there's a double cross. Dinosaurs leave the island. The world is now in jeopardy in some ways. The only difference is Jurassic World is scaling that to the beaches instead of just <laughs> San Diego. Yeah. And I, I love these movies with like, you know, a passion, mm-hmm. but at the same time, what new ground are we really establishing with it? If we're just going to go over and over again. And these comments from Trevorrow don't exactly um, hint at anything, you know, totally revolutionary. Mm-hmm. It would be the like trilogy. if... You know, since JJ is coming back to do episode nine, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, you know, big inspiration for me, Return of the Jedi." <laughs> it's like, wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah, because that's again the criticism that a lot of people have with Force Awakens, or not a lot of people, but mm-hmm. people who criticize that movie uh, more than others is, "Oh, it's just the, it's just you know, A New Hope all over again." Right. Same sand settings, same kind of characters, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And if that's the same way that, you know, they're going to take nine, people would be upset with J.J. doing that with episode nine. So, like, if Colin Trevorrow is actually just looking at this third installment of this Jurassic World trilogy, is like, well, I just want to kind of take it back to Jurassic Park. It's like, mm-hmm. you, you didn't you do that with Jurassic <laughs> right. World already? Yeah, like, are you literally just remaking the movie that you remade? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's a fun, it, was, it was a really funny way for him to kind of um, – bring that up and back when they kicked off Jurassic World I was excited because I'm like Steven Spielberg is promising a totally new direction and he said that with those first three movies Mm -hmm. that they had really run out of room I mean you can only watch people get eaten and run away from dinosaurs in so many different ways before it gets stale right and he said the new direction for the movie is mutations and genetic editing and everything like that and now we've seen that with the Indominus Rex. And we're going to get that with the Indoraptor. Mm-hmm. And so now, how are we already not in a science thriller, suspense horror, action adventure matchup movie? Yeah. And you know, that led me to like, you know, pose the question, are they, are they really running out of road with Jurassic Park and Jurassic World mm-hmm. and the idea of people being eaten by dinosaurs in general? And your answer to that would be? Yes. I, I, I think they are. And I, at this present moment, I can't think of too many ways you can go with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the idea of mutations is like 
really cool because you can start mixing and matching and you can put wings on a Tyrannosaurus Rex and have him <laughs> fly around, you know, like in a miniaturized fashion. Yeah. That would be, I mean, it would be funny, but the idea is you're changing or you're, you're playing with something that we know would be familiar. Didn't they do something kind of like that in Jurassic World? Like they had those like little baby T-Rex looking things with wings? Not that I know. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I think those were like, um, though, you're right. They did look like T Rexes with wings that were in the. Uh, they were a- in like that. Aviary. Bur- yeah, or yeah, that yeah. Atrium. Yeah. Yeah, those things did look like miniaturized T Rexes. <laughs> I was going to say that they were. Um, I don't know if it's just. Uh, Petrodons, but they weren't. Yeah. That's funny. Because <laughs> they had so that bigger maybe, head. Maybe that, yeah. Right. Maybe that's the third movie. <laughs> exactly. Those things swooping in All and terrorizing All dinosaurs cities. can now fly. <laughs> right. Instead of the West Coast, though, it's the East Coast yeah. this time around that's getting Take it to New York instead. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great, though. Um, so I just don't see what can be next for this third film. Mm -hmm. I know Trevorrow and Carmichael are still writing it and it's still being figured out. And comparing your movie to other movies, I mean, you do it for pitches, but really you're making something new. Hopefully. But yeah, precisely. (laughs) But to harken back to a film that we've already really seen is interesting in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know why he would put it that way unless... They're out of ideas. Yeah. I would also agree that they are running out of ideas. Um, I I don't know. I just think that Jurassic Park is a great movie. Mm-hmm. All-time classic. Uh, one of the reasons Spielberg is who he is today. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, ha- yeah. I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> – it's almost like the commentary that Jurassic World could have gone for of like, well, people aren't scared of dinosaurs anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like – there's only so many times that we can see dinosaurs on the big screen eating people, terrorizing the town and be like, oh, this is cool. Right. Without changing it up in some way and like genetically editing the dinosaurs could get you there. But like the way that they're doing it for this new franchise, like, all right, well, we can make them smarter so we can make them, you know, these, you know, combat missions basically. We can right. weaponize them. It's like, okay. Like maybe that could work. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm less confident in the ability of somebody to train a dinosaur. Yeah, uh, that doesn't really fly with me. Um, Do you still think that part of Jurassic World is kind of weird? Yeah. Okay. Because and then like it, it looks like that's where they're, they're like going really hard down that route in the second movies. It's like okay, <laughs> like what? World, like we're gonna get World War Three in Jurassic World Three, and it's gonna be like you know countries each with you know a t-rex of their own but this t-rex has some like special armor on them and this other (laughs) t-rex has like extra long claws or whatever it's like what are we doing here um and yeah i I just think that there is a less special there's there's less specialty about the about these this franchise now which is unfortunate to say but it's just kind of the truth that you can't just keep showing us dinosaurs on the big screen and being like ooh big monsters right and you need to give us new story elements um new character dynamics mm-hmm. something even a new setting uh instead of just being like all right 
we're on these islands and now we're back on the west coast and right. then we'll go back to the islands again you can like, only you can't sh- just do keep doing that yes. you can only shoot you know islands off of hawaii so many different ways <laughs> yeah. and call it isla nubar before you're running out of road and that was a really good point too one of the things about jurassic world that was so was forgivable that made the movie entertaining was its own meta commentary mm-hmm. in the form of bryce dallas howard's character as well as owens yeah and where he says they're dinosaurs that's wow enough and mm-hmm. she's like and she and her during her pitch to the verizon wireless yeah. <laughs> investors they're like um they're, no dinosaurs aren't cool enough anymore yeah exactly so we got to push the boundaries and i was like oh, this is so good. It's almost like the makers of this movie were like, we hate this as much as you guys do. <laughs> you know, how much can you really tamper with one good idea? Right. In all of those ways. So we get to Fallen Kingdom and it's almost the metaphor for the franchise itself in a lot of ways. It, Jurassic Park's, the, the beauty and the majesty that John Williams began this franchise with and Spielberg began this franchise with uh, is gone. Yeah. And now... We're literally strip mining <laughs> the island for plots and stories mm-hmm. and pieces, and it's gone. And that's like, that's literally, uh, that's, yeah, it's literally how I feel. Yeah. It's how I feel about where they are now. Mm-hmm. And I was, we were talking before the show, getting things in order. And I'm like, I, I still don't even know what you could do. Mm-hmm. And you said right off the top that you actually possibly have an out for these people. I do. Potentially. Which would be fun to hear. It's it's probably not the greatest idea. Okay. And it's probably not going to make for the best movie. But since we're getting a third movie, mm-hmm. you know, why not really embrace this title and give us a world of dinosaurs? Not just like an island, mm-hmm. not just a city. Yeah. T- give us a 10-year jump or something where... They couldn't contain the dinosaur outbreak. You know, they, mm-hmm. they saved some of them, 11 species or whatever, from yep. uh, Isla Nubar and Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. But then they all got out. They started breeding. They've overrun the population. They've terrorized cities. The United States is in shambles. Our government is, you know, down the drain. It's like post-apocalyptic. Uh, and people are just trying to survive. And Ooh. that's where you go. You make that way. The dinosaurs aren't like you don't have any of this silly team up stuff where some of the dinosaurs are good guys, yeah, <laughs> and some of the dinosaurs are bad guys. No, they're just they're just mindless beasts that can maybe even be a little smarter. I there's this there are theories out there that the Indoraptor, whatever it's called in Fallen Kingdom, is has human DNA yes. in it. I can absolutely see that being the case. Um, I don't want to see the dinosaurs get too smart where they can start talking or like they start wearing clothes or <laughs> right. they become part of civilization or something. But like if they could have like a be a little smarter where they can kind of have this hierarchy of dinosaurs and they kind of take over the world again. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's the best way for this thing to go. Even if it's not in the third movie, if the third movie you know craps the bed, but it still makes another one and a half billion dollars. Yeah. They're going to make a, they're going to want to make a fourth one, but this one, you could do this set it 50 years in the future where it's like Mad Max with dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> people are just, tr- or a quiet place with dinosaurs. You know, people are just trying right. to stay alive mm-hmm. and you go small. You have people running from dinosaurs, raptors, T-Rexes, oh, man. Uh, everything. And that way the dinosaurs are actually scary again. And they're not like, 
you wouldn't maybe marvel at them anymore. You, there's that because again, that spectacle aspect could be gone, but you would still have like the these things could kill anybody they want. Yeah, and if they're out there in the ocean and they're out there, you know, in the air and they're out there just roaming the streets, mm-hmm. there's not a safe place, and you could really get into some really interesting territories Ooh. where. People are, you're just trying to survive. You're not trying to tame these dinosaurs. You're trying to not let humanity go extinct yeah. anymore. It's, it's, almost, the, it's the reversal. Yeah. It's a, um, like, now I'm trying to think of like a disaster movie. It's like Apocalypse. Apocalypse? Armageddon. Yes. Only with dinosaurs. And maybe that's Colin Farrow's angle. We have to find a way to put an end to all these dinosaurs because they have now multiplied across the entire continental. Mm-hmm. United States and all of North and South America. Yeah. Because I guess that's where it would be happening. I can't mm-hmm. see that, whatever that huge shark-like alligator monster. Yeah. can't see that thing really getting to California, but maybe looks like it's a terrorizing Costa Rica. Sure it could. It could swim wherever it wants to go. I suppose. I mean, the thing looks massive. It probably wouldn't take it that long either. <laughs> that's true. But it, that is a great point. I mean, but then at, at the same time, you're you're just at that at that point you're so far gone mm-hmm. from the beginning. Michael Creighton's original novel has been you know hacked into so many pieces. <laughs> but like I feel like that's the way you have to like if this is going to continue or whatever, like you can't just keep relying on the source material or right. trying to recreate the magic of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Weaponizing you, you got to do something new, and if you want to you know get into different genres, you know. I feel like that's the best way to do it. Kind of just give something completely different. It'd be completely different tonally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could still have Owen and Claire be the central characters if you really needed it to For be. Sure. But you give them a couple years off. Dinosaurs have, you know, migrated all across Northern South America, like you said, mm-hmm. and now it's just people trying to survive. You like, there's a zombie aspect to it. There's yeah. whatever. Uh, there's a lot of different comparisons you could make there. And I think that's the best way they could go to at least give us something new would it be great that's up to the script writers that's up to carmichael and trevorrow mm-hmm. but i think the premise is at least the most interesting thing i can think of yeah but again they're professionals so maybe they do have something better <laughs> for sure but that those comments that he's made don't necessarily inspire that sort of confidence yeah it's i mean elicited an eye roll and i will unabashedly see this movie and i'll probably want to recant this entire episode I mean, who knows <laughs> yeah in three um, years yeah exactly what in oh th- in three years when mm. it comes out well we'll get past june i'll probably see it love it and be like oh they're clearly set up where they're going with the next one and it's all gonna be okay because i mean um also in that dw um with comments that he gave to ew he also said there's characters will meet in fallen kingdom who you'll realize are major characters for the third one for the third one mm-hmm. so They've built this one with their sequel in mind, yeah. I suppose, or at least with the hint of the idea of the sequel in mind. Um, and Jurassic World was done the same way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not surprising. I, I, I mean, I don't know if Jurassic World was necessarily set up that well for sequels. No. I mean, but you, it's not like the only returning characters are Owen and Claire, right? And you and got Dr. Henry Dr. Wu. Yep. Yeah, but he's the character from the first franchise. Correct. You know, we're not getting like Ty Simpkins... And uh, the other kid, uh, Nick Robinson, they're mm-hmm. not coming back for this movie. That's right. I forgot that was Nick you know? Robinson. Um, Judy Greer as their mom. They're not coming <laughs> back. Uh, you know, like all those other She's characters. She's Claire's sister. I mean, who knows? Yeah, that's true. But like Vincent D'Onofrio is dead. Right. Like, 
they've kind of passed the torch off to, you know, Rafa Spall coming in, Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum or whatever side scroll he's going to be in. Um, Justice something is one of the leads in this movie as well. Um, Justice Smith. And, you know, they have some other younger cast members along the way that I feel like those are the characters that would be involved in, in the third one. Um, but, like, I, yeah, I don't know. Is there any other way you think this could go that would interest you? I mean, without seeing the second movie, without knowing kind of where they could be going? I mean, no, I like I, I don't see where you go after this film. Yeah. Like, and it's the same. It's the same issue you come across when you realize they did Jurassic Park three. Mm-hmm. You 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 do the disaster. You do the fallout, and then what? What was the third one about? I the, honestly the third don't one was really about remember. a kid getting lost on the island, and Doctor <sighs> Grant being one of the only people with enough experience on yeah. Isla Nubar mm-hmm. yep. to find him but it turns out they take him to isla sorna which is the sister island where they raise the dinosaurs mm-hmm. and take them over to the park yeah um, i remember now yeah yeah so yeah i mean you ran out of roads so you had to invent <laughs> a reason to go back there after the, the entire government had quarantined the islands and everything so what we get in jurassic world fallen kingdom will be an incomplete story yeah and maybe and perhaps that's exactly what's going to go on here we don't have a set beginning and end Mm -hmm. there's the cliffhanger ending the true cliffhanger ending yeah and we move on or we wait two years for the next film Mm -hmm. with no real conclusion and i mean i guess that's really the only way to drag out this story right because like because like you said your only other option is for them to completely and utterly fail the entire way through Mm -hmm. and dinosaurs are now as common as wolves and bears and right. everything else. Only they, you know, eat the bears and the wolves. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I guess, do wolves and bears eat each other? Maybe? Uh, yeah, I would think so. I guess, I mean, I guess if provoked, I don't Maybe think... if you're a wounded bear? I don't think bears go hunting for wolves, but, I mean, if, if like, you know, it's a desperate bear, sure. and there's a wolf nearby, <laughs> I, guess. I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Nature. Isn't but it fun? What do you think about not ever going back to... Isla Nubar or Isla whatever. Yeah, we've done that so many times. We're, I'm good to never see it again. Yeah, me too. But I don't know. I don't have your any faith st- that they'll do that, though. I don't know what your story is that you could tell away from those islands mm-hmm. or at least away from a contained area and still invoke, you know, horror and right. a thrilling experience for anyone. Yeah, because if it's just like it's set in L.A., Mm-hmm. And there's dinosaurs around now. It's like, just leave L.A. <laughs> right. I mean, this is a Godzilla. You get, you, you're get you like, oh, this is just a Godzilla movie. Right. Only there are 25 T-Rexes and raptors roaming the streets. Yeah. And it, it kind of turns into a campy sci-fi film at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think there is even a sci-fi movie that where dinosaurs end up in present day somehow. I'm sure there has, there has to be. Oh, for sure. So, and, and I guess that's really my take. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think that they're out of ideas. Um, I don't necessarily, again, we don't know what they're going to do with Fallen Kingdom exactly. Right. But. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm saying this because I believe it. And I'm saying it because I'm just, I have faith in Fallen Kingdom. J.J. J. J. Bayona, yeah. his work. Um, Trevorrow 
is turned out to be some a pretty competent screenwriter in these movies. Like I've enjoyed what they've done so far mm-hmm. with the franchise, but it's shaping up to be like the perfect metaphor or the perfect case study of our pop culture moment. Right. In a lot of ways, returning to nostalgia, mining it, like you said, like you kind of pointed out in, um, in those first moments of Jurassic World. This one, that same thing, mining an island for profits and things of that nature. So, uh, we will see. <laughs> yes, we will. But I am, yeah, I'm I'm hedging my bets on being blown away by something truly unique the third time around. Right, yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, that appears to be all we have for this week's big question. Uh, let us know what you guys think about the future of the Jurassic World franchise and whether or not you think that they are running out of ideas. And if you are on the opposite side of it as me and Josh are, that you think, no, they still have all these ideas left. Let us know what they are. We'd love to hear your your guys' pitches for (laughs) Jurassic World 3, Jurassic World 4, whatever (laughs) you guys have. Uh, Those would be fun to read. So send them over to us uh, on social media. We'll be back next week with a review of Avengers Infinity War. You guys will also be able to hear our preview episode, which, depending on scheduling, could already be out by the time you guys hear this. Mm -hmm. Not exactly sure. Um, And if it is, go listen to it. If not, it'll be out in, like, the next day probably. Um, so go check both of those out. We'll be back obviously next week with another big question along with our main episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Plus, give us a five-star review. And as I mentioned, if you have ideas on what Jurassic World should do next, tell us some. Tweet us at Friends of Film, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of Film podcast. Josh, hold on to your butts, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes. Bye.